Last week, we caught up with Risa Haidt, whom, as you know, is riding her bike from Canada to Mexico to focus attention on pituitary diseases, and more specifically, acromegaly. Hello, everyone. You're listening to another exclusive podcast from Pituitary World News. I'm Jorge Fascinetti. Risa had a rest day in San Francisco, so we met at a cafe not far from the Golden Gate Bridge to have a chat about her ride so far. Before we get to our chat, I should warn you that it was Fleet Week in San Francisco, an event that celebrates the Bay Area naval traditions honoring the contributions of the men and women of the United States Armed Forces. And as you probably know, part of that event includes the elite uh, Navy acrobatic team called the Blue Angels, which fly F-18 Super Hornet jets. And as you'll hear, they're very loud. So here's our chat with Rissa. I'm here with Rissa, Marissa, hi, our friend that is just arrived from San Francisco from the Canadian border. Yes. 1,600 miles about, no, 1,200 miles. Yeah. And you started when, October? Sept- no, September 12th. September 12th. So, yeah. so you've been riding every day an average of 70 miles. Um, I'd say anywhere from 40 to 70. To 70. So how are you feeling? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, I definitely am exhausted. And uh, I'm not going to lie, my joints hurt quite a bit. Uh, my hips and knees, sometimes even my ankles and my neck gets really stiff. Um, but um, my mental space is like so so much more even keel and um, I guess I feel accomplished um, so I, I don't I don't I, yeah I want to I want to tell our audience that we're in San Francisco and this weekend is Fleet Week and the Blue Angels are actually practicing on top of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so actually, once in a while, you're going to hear these jets coming through at just amazing speeds and noise. So anyway, that's the sound in the, in the background. So let me, do you remember before you had acromegaly, have you ever done this kind of a ride before? Uh, do you remember how differently you felt? Or is it like the, your joints? And the tiredness, is that, do you think, because of the acromegaly, or? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I did, before uh, before diagnosis, um, I would do maybe week-long bike tours that were about 500 miles. Um, and, you know, I, tr- I did Ironman races where I was racing for yeah. 15 hours a day, or... Um, so I would train for those, and um, and I felt like I had endless energy. I felt like I could be up at the crack of dawn, before dawn sometimes, and at the pool swimming laps, or um, hiking a trail, or, and then I would go through my whole work day and go work out again. <laughs> so I, I felt like I had endless amounts of energy. But 
it feels very different now. Different. Yes. So maybe the endless amount of energy had to do with some excess growth hormone, though, yeah. which I remember in my case was sort of the same. I felt like I couldn't, yes. you know, never got tired. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so. Because I never yeah. drink coffee, so I know it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell me, you know, it must be just fascinating to get on a bicycle in the Canadian border and then start riding down. Tell me what sort of a day is like, or maybe one day that you remember because, I don't know, something happened or you had to climb mostly instead oh. of going downhill. Yes, <laughs> oh gosh, I have a lot of moments of note. Uh, I remember starting at the Canadian border and yeah. it actually being quite emotional. I I, I had tears, you know, this, this, tour, this tour has been two years, three years in the making. Yeah, it, well you had to postpone it because postpone of COVID. It. Yeah, so I remember that being a very emotional moment. Um, but I remember the whole first week in the state of Washington, it poured rain. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh sure. my gosh. So, um, and I remember one day um, I got a serious... Um, flat like the side of my tire got ripped open and it's pouring rain and I replaced the tire with a tube and then that got a hole in it and so I replaced it with another tube and that got a hole in it and then um the, so finally I got a tube in it and it was bulging out the side of the tire oh, with man. the tear so um, luckily, I had a whole new tire with me, so yeah. I replaced the tire, but I'm at the side of the road, I'm cold, it's pouring, I'm hungry, and um, so... And you uh, still have how much to go to get I to your... I still had, oh gosh, um, that day I think I still had, um, I don't know, maybe 22 miles to go that day, so... So, just so our audience knows, how does it work? You have a... You, you told me you had a van that just carries some of your stuff. Yes. And, but you have to, you're basically by yourself, no? Yeah, by. for the most part. There's there's other people using the van transport, so it's split between like 10 people. And um, and so it carries all my camping gear yeah. and um, like utensils and anything I would need, any extra um, clothing or things I wouldn't need. Um, on the bike, yeah. but it's my responsibility to get myself from point A to point B, and, and so if it's a 70 mile day and it's pouring rain, but I'm exhausted and I don't want to get out of bed, too bad. I got <laughs> Or sleeping bag, you <laughs> Sleeping bag, yes, exactly. Um, too bad, yeah, I got to get myself to the next point so I can catch up with my gear. Yeah. Did you ever have a day where you said, I don't want to do this today? Oh, gosh. I've had several of those days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can imagine that would be there going, okay, where's yes. the van? Yes. I want to get on it. And, and, I, I know, and I know on some, I know Northern California has cold weather and stuff, but I think like I had, I was under some illusion like, okay, if I can just get to California, it'll be sunshine. No way. You get to the northern not. part, yeah. it's humid and there's moisture in the air. And it's there's, yeah. there's that, that kind of uh, cold that gets into your bones. Exactly. And yeah. nothing dries out. So no. like my tent, my sleeping, everything feels really damp yeah. all the time. And so I don't, yeah, I don't ever feel like I can get anything dried out. Well, I lived in Seattle for a bunch of years and uh, hold on, here we go. Oh, uh, it's 
kind of fun to see them. I don't know to listen to them. Yes. Uh, but I remember uh, nothing dries yes. in Seattle when you have those, you know, weeks and weeks of rain and everything's soggy and yes. mothy. Yes. <laughs> and that I and I remember there's been a couple times where, um, well, even the redwoods would be very damp, and but there was a couple times where maybe I was inland a little bit. And I woke up with a dry tent, and it was like, oh, happy day! Yeah. I get to put away a dry tent this morning. Yeah. So, so yeah. stuff like that, yeah, like basic, like little things like that, are exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's not until California. It's not until you get to probably southern or mid, you know, just south of uh, Monterey, something where you start getting some nice weather. Otherwise, it's foggy. I mean, I'm sure you experienced the fog coming into yes. San Francisco, yes. and it's cold. Yes, lots of fog, cold. It was really windy. Visibility, yesterday. windy. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, let's talk a little about the not the barriers, but the experience of doing this with a chronic disease, where you have to still stick to your treatment, and I know you had to get a shot. So let's just talk a little bit about that so okay. people that are getting the same shot you are yes. <laughs> understand how tough this was. Yes, yeah. it's actually, cool. it takes quite a bit of coordination. Yeah. Um, so you got one shot so, uh, so far? So far I got yeah. one, I get another and one. And you're the somatostatin? Um, I'm on the Signifor, Signifor or yeah. stereotype, cool. it's also known yeah, as. Um, yeah. And I, I do get another one in a couple weeks. Um, See, we weren't, we weren't long lying. <laughs> we're just right under the blue angels. Yes. Goodness. Um, but I, so the first one I had to coordinate with um, an urgent care in Northern Oregon. Yeah. And um, so first I have to call urgent care and, and I have to explain to them what I have. Yeah. What I'm doing. And um, I have to, um, you know, ask them if they can receive my medication because uh, I would have yeah. a chip there, and if they can administer yeah. it on this day. Oh, you have to send them the medication, be, in, in yes. of course. So, so once I finally explain to them, you know, what I have and what yeah. I'm doing, and, and then they say, okay, then I have to make sure I have a clear contact there. And then I call the specialty pharmacy and I have it shipped to them, but they have to call the urgent care and make sure it's okay. Yeah, and then in this particular case, the person they talked to had no idea what was going on. And so it takes, you know, I had to find a specific point person who could knew what was going on. And, yeah. um, and then I have to make sure they're handling it properly um it needs to be refrigerated and then it needs to be administered specifically and did, did you feel you had to tell them give them that information yes. so yes you got a sense that they had no clue they about had no clue. yeah no no they had no clue no, that's yeah. interesting and, and let alone the, the medication i needed to take for it. yeah so. well they're so specialized yes wow. yeah yeah so yeah um so once i had it coordinated finally there was a little bit of debacle because there was people weren't communicating um once i had it set up then i showed up there and had to wait probably an hour and a half to get into the urgent care yeah. and then um and then i i feel like i think they mixed it too soon 
so it was really hard to inject. Oh, so it was thicker than it was, yeah. yeah. And um, and I had explained that to them ahead yeah. of time, but they just aren't familiar with yeah. with the no, sure. medication. Yeah. Or, and um, and so so that yeah, that took quite some coordination. And and then um, on my next day off, I, I so I, I'm taking four rest days during this entire six weeks. Just four. Mm-hmm. Wow, so yes. you've been on since November, since September 12th. Yes. Today is October 7th, 8th, yeah. Yeah. 7th, and uh, wow, yeah. only so, four days. So, and usually, yes, and usually I'm working, like today. Today yeah. I went and I got blood work, and then... Um, okay, yeah, I was going to ask you about I, that. I, yeah. And then I just coordinated my second medication this yeah. morning, and... Um, Where's that, that going to be? That's going to be in, Cali- in Torrance, California. Torrance, okay. mm-hmm. I found an urgent care there, and they seem a little more knowledgeable and curious about what I have and yeah. meeting meeting me and that's cool. taking care of yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what I need. So. And you're doing such a great thing. I mean, it's just uh, so your end day is going to be in in the Mexican border. What yes. what's the date for that? Just in case people want to come out and. I think it's the it's October thirtieth, or October twenty first. It's a Thursday. Okay. Um, yeah, and that'll be my the day yeah. I touch the border, yeah. and then uh, and then I'll ride my bike back up to yeah. San Diego yeah. and. Okay, cool. Um, and then box it up and ship yeah, it home. And ship it home. Uh, yeah. So tell me about a typical day. I know that you you you've told me that it's not just the ride, but it's pitching the tents and doing all this work so you're not just sort of riding and then resting right you have to do all this other work so tell me a typical day yes. you get up at what time yes i get up at 5 30 a.m every okay. day which is really really hard when you feel completely uh exhausted, fatigued yeah. And exhausted. Um, yeah. i think a lot of people have this idea of like oh i just kind of mosey down the coast on my bike yeah you know? sort of a nice leisurely it's it's not i have set mileage each day and you know i so i get up at 5 30 a.m most of the time it's cold and, and damp and i um i have to make sure i'm i pack food for the day yeah. and that i you know eat enough breakfast and um and then i have to put away all my gear and get it all into two small 25 pound bags and um load it into the van and i start pedaling by 7 30 a.m so do you have any idea of how much what the the percent of uphills versus downhill because this is not a flat road these are hilly uh this is a hilly road so is that, do you track it or do you have like one of those I, uh, applications that track that? I do track it. Yeah. And I, I have the number somewhere of the total elevation I It'd will be It'd be fun to do the analytics once you get yes, done, no? Yes, yeah. But yeah. I, I can tell you like yesterday I did 70 mile day and I did just over 4,000 feet of climbing. And then the day wow. before I did a 72 mile day and did just over 5,000 feet of climbing. And then the day before that I did... A forty-mile day, and I did almost four thousand feet of climbing. So, so, so hold on. <laughs> Here we go. So there has. They're fun to watch, by the way. <laughs> so there hasn't been a day where you don't climb. Have you had a one day of downhill only? 
I think the last day I have about maybe 500 feet of climbing. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> so, which is relatively be, flat. That would be enough for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so, okay, let's go back to the day. So then you get done with yeah. your ride. You're typically, so, what, four or five hours um, riding? Oh, goodness, it yeah. depends. Um, um, my 70-mile day yesterday took about eight hours. So, because um, that includes, I stopped for lunch. Yeah. And... Um, if I go through a, a fun little coastal town or something, then I, I, I might stop in some shops or get a coffee yeah, or something. Yeah, so you take and, it easy. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to take photos and really document know, as much we've as seen I it, can. If, if yeah. people check on the, on the yeah. side of Pituitary World News, yeah. they'll see a bunch of pictures of yeah. an update. So, so, yeah. so I usually get in in the afternoon around, I'd say, 3 o'clock, and then I... Um, and then I pull out my tent and all my gear, and I find a good camp spot, and yeah. I set up my tent, and I get all my my sleeping bag and everything laid out, and then I find the the showers, and I, yeah. I and and actually I I those are a savior a little bit. They just kind of refresh you a little bit, yeah. so you don't feel so grimy. Yeah, I remember when you first told me you were going to do it a bunch of years ago. Mm -hmm. I thought of this, okay, this is going to be something like the Tour de France, you know, where you have five, six bikes behind you and all these cars and cameras and stuff. And not at all, right? You're just spending a lot of time by yourself. Yes, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah and then I, after I get a shower and set up, I, um, you know, maybe I find some downtime and go to the beach yeah. if I'm on the coast or... Um, but then I make dinner, and you know, all that's a lot more effort yeah. when you're camping. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have a stove, like a an oven to just turn yeah. on, or a microwave, or so. Yeah. It's, no, it's you're a little in the, more effort. Sure. Yeah. And then, so. And then I'm in bed by like seven thirty, eight o'clock when and, it gets dark. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. yeah. And I'm tired. I'm ready for bed. Sure. <laughs> and you sleep well. No, actually, <laughs> I I can't say I've had a full night's sleep this entire trip. Yeah. Um, so it's like I'm always aware that I'm sleeping on the ground sure. somewhere different yeah. every single yeah. night. So. so I know it's probably early to ask you this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway because I know you've been thinking about this for a long time and your effort to to increase awareness of this disease. And, and encourage people to get on with their life. And, hang on, here comes the health doing yeah, again. So, do you have any takeaways from from the now two thirds? Or what would you like people to know? moment I probably have a couple answers to that for that um, I can say um, easily like um, don't let anything hold you back like I, I feel like I'm really amazed at what my body can do can and do. is yeah. doing like I was really nervous about my body you know, yeah, my your, mind your capabilities wants to do it, of but yeah. whether you can do what you want. Yeah, but yeah. it's much harder for my body. Um, and then, um, and that, like, be flexible. What you have in mind, or what you like, you know, what what you think your plan is, isn't always how it 
turns out. Yeah, and flexibility yeah, is good, so right? Be flexible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that would be my takeaways as of this moment. But yeah. I imagine I will have more uh, as the trip. Yeah, that usually works that way. You know, when you have a couple of weeks to reflect yes. after you're done. Yes. I know where you're going to be done pretty soon. I mean, I have another. I know. Yeah. A couple so. weeks to go, two weeks to go, and it's actually gone a lot faster than I thought it would. Yeah. So, so w is this something that you would do again? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, maybe not in this style. I don't think I would rent a get van support again there's yeah. some benefits to it but there's also some rigidity to it um, you know like I said I don't have a choice each morning I, I have to ride the 70 miles if I yeah. want to catch up with my gear um, whereas if I did a completely self-contained and supported ri um, ride on my own I go at my own pace yeah. at my own time and um, so I, I might do, I might do it differently next time. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's better. I know that you know it's tiring and all of it, but there's gotta be some really cool yeah. times, no? Yeah. Well, um, well, definitely the scenery is amazing. Well, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, my goodness, and and I. I want to capture it all on film and camera, but I, I, it doesn't even, it doesn't even really ex, ex describe in detail what. Yeah, it, what doesn't it, come close to the reality. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yes. and, um, and then also, I've made some really great connections with mm -hmm. people. I've been passing out my buttons down the coast, and I connected with this guy i was sitting and having lunch at a beautiful overlook um somewhere on the oregon coast and um and this guy was like oh are, are you doing this ride for for a reason like for a fundraiser yeah. and um and i explained him and he was so connected to my story because he recently survived a brain aneurysm and oh, he yeah. was now he's now living his life unleashed yeah just like Rissa unleashed, yeah. and he sold everything got a camper van he is traveling all over the country down the coast and he's really living life fully and, and I actually getting choked up thinking about yeah. it um, and that's really my goal is don't let anything hold Call you back, back. No, time sure. is so precious you know and this is such a good message for people because so many of us that deal with these chronic diseases and tough diseases like pituitary disease yes. is go through this without thinking sometimes that there are other things that we could do. Yes. You know, so encouraging people to, like you were saying at one time, you don't have to do a, this 1800 mile exactly. ride. You can just find your own yes. little thing that you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Take, take a painting class or a yeah. cooking class yeah. or just do something you've never done before yeah. that you've always wanted to go do. Go sailing around the world. Yeah. Why not? What are you waiting for? Get a sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, Risa, it's great to see you. It's and I'm so glad you're doing this. And I'm just very happy that you're you're doing well and that uh, we're going to see you in a couple of weeks probably in Southern California yes. when you're all done. Yes, so. Acromegaly Day. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, so wonderful. We're looking forward to that. Thank you. It's just, I appreciate you so much. Yeah, and thanks for taking the time. I, I know you have a ton of stuff to do. So. I do. Laundry, bike yeah. maintenance, yeah, all kinds of stuff. We'll so. let you get on with that. So <laughs> Thank thanks you. a ton. Yeah, appreciate you. Thanks again. Yeah.
If you'd like to learn more about Rissa's effort, we have several links and updates on the Pituitary World News website, or you can always send us a note at pituitaryworldnews.org. Thank you for listening. <laughs>